Let's go ahead and start. I thought it'd give us a good chance to, to just exactly hear what he's preaching when he goes out of here. All right, brother. Thank you again for, uh, well, he didn't really, he, he demanded me to preach today, so. What's that? I said, you demanded me to preach. He said, you're going to preach next Sunday afternoon, so I said, okay. So. I don't have to ask you. I enjoy it. The Bible says obey them that have rules. rule. See what I'm saying? So, I'm obeying. <laughs> but I enjoy to preach. I enjoy every opportunity to preach. The uh, Lord's calling me to preach, and then that's what I'm supposed to be doing. So then after this, I go to Bridgepoint and preach there, too. And then maybe somewhere else if somebody calls. But I'm going to go to my text. Now, David, if you want a title to this message, The Sovereignty of God. That works for me. Okay. Uh, let's go to Matthew, the book of Matthew, chapter 20. This will be my text, and then we'll... We'll do our lesson study in Isaiah. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 20, verse 15. Yes, this is Jesus talking here. Matthew 20, verse 15. Is it not lawful for me to do what I will with my own? Is it thy, I evil because I am good? And we'll stop there. Uh, May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. So I'm going to be in Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40. I'll probably read most of this passage here. <clears throat> this is Isaiah prophesying. Against the northern kingdom, or yeah, the northern kingdom, the Assyrians was cap, took cap, captivity. But there's prophecy of the Babylonian captivity too. Here, uh, he prophesied against the north and the south, the southern kingdom. So Isaiah chapter forty, and we'll start in verse one. He says, "Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people," saith your God. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her. That her warfare, uh, uh, warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she hath received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. The voice said, Cry, and he said, What shall I cry? And all, flat, all flesh is grass, and all the goodness thereof is as the fire of the field. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, because the Spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. Surely the people is grass. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but... The word of our God shall stand forever. O Zion that bringeth good tidings, get thee up into the high mountains. O Jerusalem that bringeth good tidings, lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up, be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold the Lord God will come with strong hand, and his arms shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. 
He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. Who hath measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and meted out heaven with a span and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure and weighted the mountains in the scales and the hills in a balance. Who hath directed the spirit of the Lord or being his counselor hath taught him. With whom took he counsel and whom who instructed him and taught him in the path of judgment and taught him knowledge and showed to him the way of understanding. Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket and are counted as a small dust of the balance. Behold, he take up the isles or the islands as a very little thing and leaven is not sufficient to burn nor the beast thereof sufficient for a burnt offering. All nations before him are as nothing and are they are counted to him less than nothing and vanity. <clears throat> to whom then will ye liken God? Or what likeness will ye compare unto him? The workman melted the graven image, and the golden smith spread it over with the gold, with gold, and cast the silver chains. Uh, he that is so impoverished that he hath no oblation, uh, yeah, oblation chooseth a tree that will not rot, and he seeketh unto a cunning workman to parry graven image that shall not be moved. Have ye not known? Have ye not heard? Hath it been... Uh, Hath it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundation of the earth? It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth, and the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers that stretches out the heavens as a curtain and spreadeth them out as a tent to dwell in. That bringeth the princes of nothing, he maketh the judgment of the earth as vanity. Yea, they shall not be planted. Yea, they shall not be sown. Yea, their stalks shall not take root in the earth. He that shall also blow upon them and they shall wither, and the whirlwind shall take them away as stubble. To whom then will ye liken me, or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One? <clears throat> Lift up your eyes on high, and behold who hath created these things that bringeth out their host by number. He calleth them all, uh, by, you know, he calleth them all by names, by the greatness of his might, for that he is strong in power, and no one, and not one faileth. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest, O Israel? Uh, my way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, uh, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them uh, that have no, uh, have no might, and he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. We'll stop Amen. there and may the Lord Amen. add the blessing reading of Isaiah chapter 40. <clears throat> so, we want to talk about the sovereignty of God. There it was right there. The whole passage of scripture, chapter, was showing the sovereignty of God. Now this is one of the attributes of God. He's got many attributes. But the sovereignty of God is one of the attributes that I like. It shows his divine sovereignty, his right, his sole ownership of this earth, his creation, his design. All these things, it's his. Everything, everything about God and his creation, it's all his. He spoke this world into existence. That's a special creation. Uh, I think in the Greek it's called bara. Uh, or Hebrew, yeah. The ba, yeah. But... It's, it's a special creation, okay? God's sovereign, folks. Yeah. 
He's a thrice holy God. He sits on the throne. There's no one else in control. He's, he has no equal. Amen. Uh, all his judgments are right. All his uh, everything that he's done is all right. They're all perfect. His commandments, all those things, everything, they're his. He has sole ownership of it. And there's no, there's not anyone can do anything about it. That's what I like about it. All these people say they can do something about it. Well, do something about it. You can't do nothing about it. He's sovereign. That's right. And what's to say? God's sovereign man's responsible. Yep. Preach it, brother. Uh, what's, what's, what's the book of Ecclesiastes say? The whole duty of mankind, that means all human beings, is to fear God and keep his commandments. Amen. Man's, God's sovereign, man's responsible. Simple as that. Uh, he spake and it was done. Psalm 33, 9. He has no equal above, no one telling him to do something. He has the power to destroy and make alive. Uh, Deuteronomy 32, 39. The infinite creator. The creator God, that's Elohim. Jehovah is the self-eternal, self-existent one. Elohim is the creator God. Jehovah is the eternal, self-existent one. Okay? He spoke and it was done, folks. Do you understand what I'm talking about here? He spoke this universe from, he created something from nothing. These evolutions say they can, they, they can create something. Well, like Brother Campbell was talking about, take a blade of grass and make it. Go ahead. They can't do it. Well, I've got to get some dirt. No, that's not your dirt. That's God's dirt. you got to get your own dirt. That's what Brother Jerry is like. I, He's sovereign, and we're responsible. We're responsible for our actions in life. We're responsible for our sin. Not Adam's sin. We fail because of Adam. We are depraved because of Adam. But we are responsible for our sins, not Amen. Adam's sins. I wish people quit getting off that, saying, oh, we're, uh, uh, we're, we're responsible because of Adam's sin, the original sin. I, uh, I'm going to get off my point here. So the sovereignty of God. He spoke this universe into existence. Okay? He says, in the beginning, God, Elohim, created the heaven and the earth and all that's therein. And he did it in six literal 24-hour days. Amen. Not billions and billions of years like all these people say. He did it in six 24-hour days. How sovereign is that? Everything that you see out in this universe, the vast stars and the 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 the, the planets and all the, the galaxies. He, he did it all. Every bit of it. I was talking to David just a minute ago about there was a picture of face on Facebook of Saturn. NASA had made a direct image of Saturn. Do you know how, how perfectly round Saturn is? And how majestic is the, the rings that's going around, circular. Everything is so perfect. It takes an infinite designer and that's God Almighty, the thrice holy God that sits on the throne. And he has right to destroy this earth and he has the right to destroy anything that he has created Amen. because it's his. Right. It's not anybody else's. Uh, Roth Bonner said, he said, unsaved men don't, don't these cattle that unsaved men, they're not, they don't belong to you. They belong to God. <clears throat> Amen. Folks today cannot stand the sovereign God. They don't want him. Right. Why? 
Because He chose His elect from before the foundation of the world. He chose the nation of Israel, the smallest uh, 120 miles long. It, he chose them because not because they were big, because they're small, but He chose them because He chose them. He chose His elect bride. He chose all these things. And that's why they don't like a sovereign God because He's done these things. He's chosen who He wants and who He don't want. He says, for Jacob I have loved and Esau I have hated. He does these things. And He has a sovereign right to because He created it all. It's all His. The power belongs unto the Lord. Uh, divine sovereignty. Look at Daniel, the book of Daniel. Now I've got loads of scripture references. I don't want to load you down. I got I got them right here. So if you want to write them down, then instead of turning to them, but Deuteronomy or not Daniel chapter four verse thirty five. We're talking about the sovereignty of God. <laughs> All the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. And he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay his hand or say unto him, what dost thou he does it all. You ain't. There's not somebody tugging at his coattail saying, "God, don't do that. Don't depend. Uh, don't uh, put judgment on the United States. Don't do this to this person. Don't do this. Don't take their life." He does what he does, and he says, "What dost thou? Or what doest thou?" There's nobody telling him what to do. He does what he wants, and it's all according to his will and his good pleasure. Um. I want to read something here. I got it. A quote from Charles Spurgeon. <laughs> he, he talks about the sovereignty of God a lot. Uh, let's see here. A quote from Charles Spurgeon. Now this is what he says. Rightly did the late... Now this is a book, Arthur Pink, The Attributes of God. <clears throat> now look, it says... The late Mr. Spurgeon say, said in his sermon, there is no attribute more comforting to his children than that the sovereignty of God. Okay, Under the most adverse circumstances and the most severe trials, they believe that the sovereignty has ordained their afflictions and the sovereignty overrules them and the sovereignty uh, will sanctify them all. There is nothing for which the children ought more earnestly to contend then the doctrine of the master over all creation, the kingship of God over all, his, all, over all the works of his own hands, the throne of God and his right to sit upon the throne. On the other hand, there is no doctrine more hated by the whirlings and no truth of which they have made such a football as a great uh, stu uh, stupendous but yet most certain doctrine of the sovereignty of the infinite Jehovah Men will allow God to be everywhere except on his throne. Uh, they will allow him to be in his work, his workmanship, to fashion worlds and make stars. They will allow him to be in his armory, uh, yeah, armory to uh, dispense his alms and bestow his bounties. They will allow over light the lamps of heaven or rule the waves of the, uh, of the ever-moving ocean. But when God ascends his throne, his enthroned God, uh, and his right to do as he will, 
with his consulting them in the matter. Then it is that we are hissed and execrated, and then it is that men turn a deaf ear to us, for God on his throne is not the God that they love, but it is the God upon the throne that we love to preach. It is God upon the throne whom we trust. So there you go. They don't want a sovereign God. Period. Uh, God does whatever he wants to do, when he wants to, how he wants to. And there's no nothing about what you can do about it. You can jump up and down all you want. It's not going to help. He's in control. He's on the throne. And Jesus Christ is on the right hand of the Father making intercession for his people right now. Amen. So we look at our, our Isaiah. He says, Come for ye, come for ye, my people, saith your God. Speak comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished and her iniquity is pardoned. For she hath received of the Lord's hand double for all our sin. Israel's backslidden here, folks. They they rebelled against the Lord. What they've been doing is they make they making uh, idolatry. And we look on down in the next next uh, page over. We talks about that. The work that melted the graven image and goldsmith spread it over the gold cast of silver chains. They are doing these things, making idols, and that's why the the uh, they was led captive by the Assyrians. And, and especially a bad one too, because they rebelled. They quit serving the Lord. They, they started doing all these things, idolatry and all that. And, and the Lord judged them. Okay? Uh, the voice of him that cried in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make the straight in the desert, the highway for our God. That's talking about the, the forerunner, that's the prophecy of John the Baptist, what he said. <clears throat> Every valley shall be exalted. Every valley, every hill, every mountain, every valley, all the valleys and hills, it should be exalted, okay? And be made low. And the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Did he not say all uh, the wrath of God is revealed in heaven to all ungodliness and unrighteousness? Here it is. Creation speaking. It's talking. They know who the God, they know there's a God, a sovereign God. They know who, who, who created all this. Amen. Okay? It says, All flesh shall see it together. Uh, the voice said, Cry, and he said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all the goodness thereof is a flower of the field. We're, we're, he's saying that we're like grass, okay? The grass withereth, the fire fadeth, but because the Spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it, surely the people is grass. The grass withereth, the fire fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. The words of life, these words right here will last forever. He says the angel coming out of heaven with the everlasting gospel. Not another gospel. The same gospel has been here uh, 4,000 years, 4,500 years. Old sign that bring us good tidings, get thee up into the high mountains, O Jerusalem, that bring us good tidings, lift up thy voice with strength. Lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up. Be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah, Behold, 
your God. And I can use it for an application. United States, behold, your God. I'm not fearing a man. I'm not worried about what people think. I'm declaring unto you the gospel. I'm declaring unto you God, the twice holy God. That's who I'm declaring. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Not some false God that you've made. That you whittled out with a, with a, with a piece of wood. With a pocket knife. And made your uh, demonic image that you worship. I'm talking about the God that created this universe. That's who I declare. He's a sovereign God. <clears throat> Behold, how big is your God? <laughs> how big is your God? He says... Uh, the earth is his footstool. <laughs> he sits on the throne, his feet stand on, sit on the earth. <clears throat> Behold, the Lord God will come with strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd, and he does. He feeds his people like, like, a, she like a shepherd does. Uh, he shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in the bosom. He shall gently lead those that are with young who hath measured. Here we go. We're talking about the sovereignty of God. Who hath measured. He hath measured the waters in the hollow of his hand. How sovereign is he? He's measured the waters in the hollow of his hand. How big is your God? Behold, your God. And I'm talking about the waters. I believe that's the waters that's here right now. <clears throat> and met it out heaven. He met it out heaven with a span. That's from thumb to pinky. He met it out heaven with a span, folks. He measured the hollow waters in his hand and met it out heaven with a span. Behold your God. A false God ain't going to do that. A false God ain't, 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 ain't alive. He's dead. Uh, he don't breathe. We, have, we serve the living God. The eternal one. The self-existent one. The almighty. The thrice holy God. The sovereign creator God. And comprehend the dust of the earth in a measure. <laughs> and weighted the mountains and the scales and the hills in a balance. You talk about God's wisdom, <laughs> his sovereignty, my goodness. It's full of doctrine right here. They say, oh, you don't want to, you preach too much doctrine. That's what they told Jerry all his ministry. They, you preach too much doctrine. You know what? I love the doctrine. I love every bit of it. Every ounce of it. I'll get more and more and more of it. If the Lord keeps me alive, if it's his will, I love all these truths. Amen. These are words of life, folks. Don't you? This is a historic account of everything, of creation and all that. It's all right here in these 66 books. You ain't going to find another book in, in, in this whole world like this. That's got the history like this. It's not stories. It's real accounts, real historic events that's happened. Amen. You know how you talk about Luke 16, they say the uh, Jehovah's false witnesses say that, that it's a story or a parable. It's not a parable. It's something that actually happened. Amen. Hmm. Amen. Who hath directed the spirit of the Lord or being his counselor hath taught him? Huh. Nobody's taught him. He is. Before Genesis 1-1, God is. He is a sovereign reigner over all 
kingdoms and earth and all that. Principalities. He's raised it all up. It's all his. Dominions and all that. And he has all of it. It's his. <clears throat> With whom took he counsel and who instructed him and taught him in the path of judgment. God's righteous in judgments. He is a righteous judge, folks. Amen. And I didn't earn perfect righteousness by keeping the law. Something we can't do and we'll never ever do. That's why we had to have a Savior and that's why we have Jesus Christ. Because He kept every jot and tittle of the law. Every crumb of it. Amen. He willingly chose not to sin against the law. And yet He earned perfect righteousness. He submitted Himself unto the righteousness of God and yet He became the judge. The righteous judge and He'll judge this world in righteousness on that great day. And that's when he'll be sitting on his throne. The great white throne. No one has taught anything. Nobody has taught God anything. No, he has no counsel. Nobody's there on his side. There's no, he said there's none beside me. There is none beside me. Only me, God. Elohim. Verse 15, Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket and are counted as a small dust of the earth. Take a drop of water and put it in the bucket. There it is. It's nothing. Behold, the nations are as a drop of water in a bucket. It's nothing. Compared to God, a sovereign creator God, it's nothing to Him. United States, you think you're so powerful. China, you think you're so powerful. Roman Catholic Church, you think you're so powerful. You're nothing compared to the sovereign creator God, the Christ holy God. You're nothing. He says the nations are as a drop of a bucket and are counted as a small dust of the balance. Behold, he take up the isles, the islands, as a very little thing. <laughs> and leaven is sufficient to burn, nor the beasts thereof sufficient for a burnt offering. All nations before him are as nothing. Nothing. Amen. He's, 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 he he uh, uh, let kingdoms rise and he destroyed them. And that's exactly what he'll do here too. This nation has been so blessed by the Lord. The United States has been so blessed by God. And this is a pagan society. A pagan religious world. And they've turned their backs against God. And let me tell you something. The judgment is coming, folks. The judgment is coming. Everybody don't want to talk about the judgment, but the judgment will come. Amen. And he has sole ownership of it. He's already passed judgment on this world by the same word. Yeah. All nations before him are as nothing, and they are counted to him less than nothing. And vanity, vanity means nothing, empty, void, nothing. To whom then will you liken God, this God? Or what likeness will you compare unto Him? There's nothing compared. There's none like Him. There's nothing like Him. <laughs> Amen. How sovereign is He? I'm talking about the sovereignty of God here. Amen. How sovereign is He? <laughs> mm -mm. It is He that set it upon the circle. Of the earth. No, the earth is not flat. It's circled. 
And the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers that stretches out the heavens as a curtain and spread them out as a tent to dwell in. He stretches out the curtains. <laughs> what's that mean? Brother Jones, what's that mean? What it says. Brother Jones, what's that mean? What I just said there. Yeah. He stretches out the curtains of the heaven. He does it what he did. He's what he says. <clears throat> that bringeth the princes to nothing. He maketh the judges of the earth as vanity. Nothing. Yea, they shall not be planted. Yea, they shall not be sown. Yea, their stocks shall not take root in the earth. And he shall also blow upon them. And they shall wither. And the whirlwind shall take them away as stubble. That's talking about the wicked folks. They'll be taken away as stubble when he bloweth upon them. <coughs> Talking about the sovereignty of God, folks. Amen. To whom then will you liken me? Or should I be equal? Saith the Holy One, there is none beside him. He has no equal. Amen. Mm -mm. It's good stuff, folks. Lift up your eyes on high and behold who hath created these things that bringeth out their host by number. He calls them out all by names by the greatness of his might. And I'll be that's mighty power there, I would think. Uh, for he, uh, he is strong in power and not one faileth. <clears throat> and then we can go on there and we can keep, continue on. The sovereignty of God. Uh, let's see, Psalm 97. The Lord reigneth, let the earth rejoice. Let the multitudes of the isles be glad thereof. Amen. Clouds and darkness are around about him. Righteousness and judgment are the inhabitants of his throne. He's righteous, he's holy. He's holy, he's a thrice holy God. How big is your God? A fire goeth before him and burneth up his enemies round about. He is a consuming fire. His lightnings enlightened the world. The earth saw and trembled. The hills melted like wax at the presence of the Lord. At the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens declare his righteousness and all the people see his glory. The heavens declare his righteousness. All that you see. But yet... They want to worship these false gods. They want, to, they want to take the gold and the graven images and all that and spread it over the gold. And they want to make these, these, these idols. And that's what they were doing here. And God judged them for it. <clears throat> Not, uh, Psalm 97 9 says, For thou, Lord, art high above all the earth, thou art exalted far above. All gods. There's only one, folks. Amen. Elohim, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There's only one. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There's only one. There's none like him. There's none beside him. He has no equal. That's right. Ye that love the Lord hate evil. He preserveth the souls of his saints. He delivered them out of the hand of the wicked. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. 97, Psalm 97, 12. Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of His holiness. 
real quick, look at John, the Gospel of John, chapter 1. The Gospel of John, chapter 1. <coughs> Gospel of John, chapter 1. It says, In the beginning was the Word. The Word is Christ. Amen. And the Word, there's, He is the second person of the triune Godhead. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. <laughs> Before Genesis 1, 1, there they were. The Trinity. Co-equal, co-eternal, co-existent. There they are. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him and without Him was not anything made that was made. He is the Creator. He is the Sovereign Reigner over all. Amen. <laughs> There's many, many, many scriptures of sovereignty of God. I've got a bunch. Deuteronomy 4.39, 1 Chronicles, Job, Psalm, uh, Daniel, Acts, Matthew, Romans. Uh, shoot. Look at uh, Isaiah 45. Isaiah chapter 45. Thus saith the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, who is the right hand, I have holden to subdue nations before him, and I will loose the loins of kings to open for him the two leaven gates, and the gates shall not be shut. That was the prophecy talking about the Medes and the Persians coming in on the Babylonians. And they, and they overtook them. Who, did it? Who, who, who caused that to happen? God. He rose up kingdoms and he destroys kingdoms. It's his sovereign right to. I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in the sunder the bars of iron. They had to go down. They had to stop to block up the Euphrates. And they had to lower the water to get down. To get underneath those bars, that gates. Uh, and I will give thee the treasure of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by the name and the God of Israel. For Jacob, my servant's sake, and Israel, my elect. See, he's chosen his nation, Israel. That's why they don't like a sovereign God. He's chosen his people. And he's chosen his bride. His kind of church. The church that he built his... His church upon Himself. Amen. Not a uh, universal, invisible monstrosity. His kind of church. Upon this rock. That's Christ. I'll build my church in the gates of hell shall not prevail again. The pains of death. They'll, they won't withstand it. His church will continue on like it's always had. Okay? It's His sovereign right to do that. Amen. He says... For Jacob, my servant, uh, Israel, my elect, I have even called thee by thy name. We know Jacob is Israel. And then he says, <clears throat> I have surnamed thee, thou, uh, though thou hast not known me. I am the Lord, and there is none else. There is no God beside me. I girded thee, though thou hast not known me. There's, there, there's a sovereignty right there. Uh, 
that they may know from the rising of the sun from the west and there is none beside me. The rising of the sun to the west, to the east, and all that. There is none beside him. Uh, he says, I am the Lord and there is none else. How many times has he already said that? Amen. Multiple times. He says, I form the light and create darkness. What's that mean? Just exactly what it says? He says, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. And I, the Lord, do all these things. We're talking about the sovereign creator God. There he is. He's being declared here. Drop down ye heavens from above and let the skies pour down righteousness. Let the earth open and let them bring forth salvation and let righteousness spring up together. I, the Lord, have created it. Woe unto them that strive with his maker. Woe unto all you uh, religious, uh, devilish people that say there is no God and they say that, that all these false gods are gods. He says, woe unto them that strive with his maker. Woe unto them. Woe unto them. How many times did he say woe unto them this morning? Seven times. Uh, let the potsherd strive with the potsherds. Y'all know what a potsherd is? It's a piece of broken pottery. He says, let the potsherd strive with the potsherds. Of the earth shall the clay say unto him that fashioned what maketh thou <laughs> or thy work he that hath no hands? Woe unto him that saith unto his father, What begottest or begettest thou, or to the woman, what hast thou brought forth? Thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and his maker asked me of these things to meet, to come concerning my sons and, and concerning the work of my hands, command ye me. I have made the earth and created man upon it. Didn't he create Adam? He made us all in an image of God. He created for him from the dust of the earth. He bloated into the nostrils and he became a living soul. This sovereign God done that. Okay, remember where I'm at now. I have made the earth and created man upon it. I even my hands have stretched out the heavens and all their hosts have I commanded. All of them. I have raised him up in righteousness and I will direct all his ways. He shall build my city and he shall let go my captives. Not for price and reward, saith the Lord of hosts. Thus saith the Lord, the labor of Egypt and the merchandise of the Ethiopian and of the Sabines, uh, Sabines, Men of stature shall come over unto thee, and they shall be thine, and they shall come after thee. In chains I shall come over, and they shall fall down uh, to thee, and they shall make supplication to thee, saying, Surely God is in thee, and there is none else. There is no God. Verily, thou art, thou art a God that hidest thyself, O God of Israel, the Savior. Uh, how many times does the, the Apostle John say, No man has seen God at any time. You can't see him. He's invisible. Okay. They shall be ashamed, also confounded of all them. They shall go to confusion together that are makers of idols. But Israel shall be saved in the Lord with an everlasting salvation. Ye shall not be ashamed nor confounded. World without end. For thus saith the Lord, 
that created the heavens, God himself, that formed the earth and made it. Here's sovereignty. <laughs> it's all his. There is none like him. There is none beside him. He says, I have not spoken in secret in a dark place of the earth. I said not unto the seed of Jacob, seek ye me in vain. I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. His word is true. His word is powerful. He is sovereign. He is holy. He is righteous. His words are pure. They're like sweet honey to the lips. Mm. Assemble yourselves and come. Draw near together ye that are escaped of the nations that have no knowledge except the wood of their graven image and pray unto a God that cannot save. Those, those false gods, they cannot save. There's only one that can save and that's Jesus Christ. Amen. They were setting up idols and bowing down to them, worshiping them. He says, and praying to a God that cannot save, you idiots, just like they did with the golden calf. Worship him. And, th and that's what Aaron, Aaron, uh, help him make it. While Moses is on Mount Sinai getting the law from God. You know why he did it? Because he was scared of the people. He was scared. But he committed a sin unto death doing that too. And so did Moses. <clears throat> so they're praying to a God that cannot save. Who is the only God that can save? Jesus Christ. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come unto the Father but by me. Amen. There's no other way. Amen. And there was their plan to a false God. Dacon and all those gods. Fish God and Cal Balaam and all. Shoot. They were doing it all. Idolatry was in the midst of them. Touch not the unclean thing. Be ye separate. They got with all them ites, didn't they, brother? That's what their problem was. They're supposed to drive them out and they start mingling with them. And that's what they are, they're doing right now with all these so-called Baptists. They say they're Baptists and all these uh, religious people are saying, oh, well, uh, we, have to, we have to be right with them, brother. We have to, we have to join hands. With, I don't have to join hands with nobody. If you're not declaring the same gospel that I'm declaring and the God that I serve, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, I don't want no part of you. God says, touch not the unclean thing. Be ye separate. It says in verse 21, tell ye and bring them near. Yea, let them take counsel together who have declared this from ancient time. Who have told it from that time. Have not I the Lord? And, and there is no God else beside me. A just God and a Savior. There is none beside me. And then here's the scripture that Spurgeon got saved when he when he heard it. When the Lord done a work of grace in him, he was in, he was in, he was in the Methodist church, I believe. Was he right, brother? He says, "Look unto me and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God, and there is none else. I have sworn my, by myself the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return. His word has gone forth, and his word will not come back void." 
that unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. Surely shall one say, and the Lord hath our righteousness and strength, even to him shall men come, and all that are in, uh, incensed against him shall be ashamed. And the Lord shall all the seed of Israel be justified and shall glory in his righteousness and his holiness. You have divine control. I've got loads of scripture. Divine control. Uh, God's throne. It talks about that. Matthew, I'm running out of time. The book of Matthew, uh, chapter 5, verse 34. <coughs> but I say unto you, swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne. Uh, Revelation, Revelation chapter 4. Revelation chapter 4. This is what John's seeing here as he was called up in the Spirit. He says, After all this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were, were of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. He's talking to John here. He's not talking about a church rapture. <laughs> and immediately I was in the spirit and behold a throne was set in heaven and one set on the throne he that sat was looking like unto a jasper and sardine stone there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald and round about the throne were four and twenty seats and upon the seats I saw four and twenty others sitting clothed in white raiment and they had on their heads crowns of gold and out of the throne proceeding lightnings and thunderings and voices and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. You're talking about a sovereign God, a, a thrice holy God. Hear you. John's seeing it. He's seeing this. <clears throat> and before the throne, there was a sea of glass like unto a crystal in the midst of the throne. And round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. The first beast was like a lion. The second beast was like a calf. The third beast had a face as a man. The fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the fourth beast, four beasts had uh, each of them six wings about him. And they were full of eyes with them. They rest not day and night saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. And it says they do it day and night. Amen. Holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. <clears throat> he is the sovereign reigner and they know this. The four and twenty elders fall down before him and sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and casteth the crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things for thy pleasure, and they that are were created. Amen. It's his. It's all his. Every bit of it, every inch of grass, every inch of dirt, it's all God's. Folks. There's a time coming when this world will be burned up by fire. It won't be by water this time. That's why he made a covenant with Noah. When you see the rainbow, Noah's not the LGBTQ rainbow. It's not yours. It's God's. He made a covenant with Noah that he'd never flood the earth again. And every time it rains and the sun comes out and you see that rainbow shining, there's God's covenant. There he is. Covenant keeping God. Promise keeping God. 
And to them I give them eternal life. And they shall never perish. This is the sovereign God that we serve. That he has given us eternal life through his son. <laughs> he is worthy. He is to be praised. He is all majestic, all glory, all powerful, all high, all wise God. The omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent God. There is none beside him. There is none like him. <clears throat> and then you look at verse uh, chapter 20. I'm not going to go there. Y'all know what he says. And the throne, the great white throne. And there he was, the one that sat on the throne. Who is he? The sovereign creator God. And there he was, the heaven and earth fled away, and there you stand. If you're lost today, you're standing before Christ, holy God, and you have no dialogue. You have nothing to say. You are guilty, my friend, before him because of the law. You're guilty because of the law. And you'll be judged, and you'll be cast into the lake of fire, <clears throat> which burns forever. So I say today, how big is your God? Who, are you on God's side? If not, you're at enmity with God. And that's not Amen. And you don't want to be enemies with God. You do not want to be enemies with God. You want to be on His side through His mercy and His grace and His long suffering by His through His Son. If anyone's here lost today, I say repent. Repent is a change of mind. Change of mind. Repent. Believe the gospel. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ that He died and buried and rose again the third day. 72 hours later, and thou shalt be saved. That's all I can say, folks. I can't, I can't do anything else. I can't save you. I, I didn't have nobody that could save me. No preacher, nobody else. It was God that saved me. And he saves who he saves and who he wants to. I can't control that. That's the sovereignty of him. Right. So, <clears throat> Brother Jerry, I'm done. <laughs> it's all standing.